Women Taking the Lead, Episode 172. Do or do not. There is no try. From Yoda. You don't try to do something that makes you go, hell yeah, you go out and you make it happen. So if you're not feeling that, if you don't want to actually do it, then then get rid of it. Get it off your to-do list. Give it to somebody else. Do or do not. <laughs> don't waste your time. <laughs> Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Head over to womentakingthelead.com to join the community and get the resources to support you on your leadership journey. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Every child wants to be the hero of their own story. At JulesCustomBooks.com, your child plays the central role in every book, bringing joy and delight when they hear their name and those of their family and friends. Visit JulesCustomBooks.com to make your child the star of the show. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us today. I'm here with Jen Eads, who is a musician and an HBIC, head broad in charge, at the Brassy Broadcasting Company. She believes that our voices are the most undervalued assets in our businesses and an often overlooked superpower. Jen serves a diverse client base that includes coaches, healers, and other do-gooders. She is on a mission to get them in the ears, heads, and hearts of their audiences by helping them incorporate podcasts and other audio content into their platforms. The common thread through her work in both podcasting and music is the desire to help others share their stories and voices. In 2012, she quietly walked away from her comfort zone and a steady paycheck to live her passion and start the Brassy Broadcasting Company. Jen, it's such a pleasure to have you here. Now, that's a super awesome intro, but it's only a little one. So if you could, tell us a little bit more about you and your own humble beginnings. I grew up in southern Indiana and was encouraged by at, at an early age to, you know, take piano lessons and play sports and just experience, experience life and, you know, kind of figure out what I liked, what I didn't like. And, you know, education was always something that was very important to my parents as well, because my dad taught middle school and my mom didn't go to college, although she then ended up having a very successful career as a realtor. She wanted to make sure that, you know, we understood the value of education and we were going to college. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And you've had quite a journey to getting to the Brassy Broadcasting Company. And I can only imagine you say you quietly walked away from your comfort zone and paycheck. I'm sure there's a bigger story there and we can definitely get into that. But I really want to point out like, you know, from you know, kind of just having like a good beginning life. You're now out in the world and you're rocking it. And we've had a chance to meet in person and you are quite a personality. Oh, thank <laughs> you. You're a lot of fun to talk to and you're doing really great things to support, you know, women and others who want to really get their voices out there, you know, and I, and this work has given you a lot of confidence you know, but take us back to a time when you were playing small 
And you may not have been aware of it at the time. You know, those playing small moments we are when we don't see what we're fully capable of. We we unknowingly un- undervalue ourselves and hold ourselves back. And it's usually only years later when we look back and go, why did I not like go for it? Why was I, you know, why did I think I wasn't capable? So if you could share with us your playing small story and the lessons you've learned. So can I say uh, the first 39 years of my life? <laughs> Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> That's a big story, but yes, it definitely counts. (laughs) Well, because it all goes back to, and and I think this is why I feel like I'm on such a mission to help other people share their voice because I always had it in my head that, you know, I was a guitar player or a mandolin player or, you know, just kind of the side man to the lead singer or whoever, you know, whoever it was I was playing in, in their band at the time. And fortunately, I have a friend that I'm currently in a in a band with who loves to sing harmony. And she's like, Jen, you have got to start singing. And I'm like, well, I'm not really a singer. And she's like, I don't care. Like, you're going to do this. So fortunately, through the support of friends and, and other musicians, I finally started singing. And I was like, oh, well, maybe I don't have the worst voice in the world. You know, maybe I can actually do something with this. So because of of her encouragement and and those around me, I was like, "Oh, hey, I can do this and it works and, you know, people will show up and listen. It's kind of a crazy thing how that works." That is crazy awesome, first of all. <laughs> And this has been a trend recently with a lot of the guests who've come on Women Taking the Lead, where they talk about how somebody in their life, like, almost like held up a mirror and said, hey, look, didn't you realize you could do this too? Like, Like, there's something that you could be bringing to the table, something you could try. And because somebody else brought it to their attention, they then went off in new territory and tried new things. It's so it's so interesting how that's been a trend li- lately. Yeah, like it was a huge shock to me. And then that kind of turned into, as I got more confidence in the actual singing piece, then it turned into more of the songwriting piece, you know, because it's when you put a song out there, you really hope that it resonates. You know, it's kind of like your baby and people and I've gotten to the point now where like everything I write is not going to resonate with everyone and it's not written for everyone. Like that's okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just, you had to like try it out and see how it was. And I bet it, it eventually got a little addicting, like how much fun it was to create something and put it out there just to see how people would respond. Oh, it's totally fun. (laughs) I love that. So for those of you who are listening, I really want you to take this in. Like if somebody in your life says to you, wow, you're really good at this, or you should try this, please listen to them. It's not to say you have to take the advice of everybody who says something to you, but take it in, consider it. Because oftentimes it's those around us who can see something that we don't see ourselves. And Jen, thank you for reminding us of that. And so now I want you to continue on and tell us about a time in your life when you had a wake up call. For some people, it's like a light bulb going off, like the aha moment. And for others, it's like the slow awakening the universe had to tell them over and over and over again (laughs) before they (laughs) finally caught on. But in either case, there's that moment where like it all clicks and you're ready to take action. So if you could share with us that moment and the steps you took that led to your success. 
Well, I had an opportunity, gosh, it's probably been five or six years ago now, to play a gig on a ranch in the middle of of nowhere, like in Wyoming. And it was it was the most incredible experience because we actually got to set up and play like in a saloon with the full double doors and you know, it's this this great space to actually play. But what was more incredible about that was um, a couple of folks that were there and like they were people that I had heard singing on the radio that I was huge fans of. And it, it turned out that like they ended up getting, they came up and sang a couple of songs with us. Oh my God. I was like, (laughs) whoa, like that wasn't even on my radar. Like that isn't anything that ever occurred to me that would even be a possibility in this universe. And that was such a wake up call to, you know, it completely shifted my mindset to why not me? Like, why, why wouldn't that happen for me? Why wouldn't I deserve that? Why can't I have that opportunity? So a complete game changer for me. But because I had started learning to sing harmony and was adding value, that's why I got to go on that trip. Uh, I love that. So the ripple effect yeah. from your playing small moment then led to your wake-up call. And how do you incorporate what you learned in your life today? You know, I found it comes through a lot, especially in in the podcasting world, um, which I'm sure you can relate to this. Like when I reach out to people to be guests on the show, it's, you know what? Why wouldn't they be on my show? Or, or you know, they can say no, and I'm not going to take that personally. You know, maybe it's not a good fit for them, but why not reach out to somebody? Like, I just emailed a guest that I have coming up in this upcoming season that has won a Grammy. Like, why wouldn't I email her? So I did, and she responded and said, yeah, I'd love to be on your show. So just, it seems like little things, but they're really big in the overall scheme of the universe. Mm-hmm. And I love that. And and we're in a lot of the same podcasting groups. And I don't know if you've seen the post recently where somebody shared how they totally got bold. They reached out to somebody who is a big name in their industry, had a quick call with that person. And that person asked, you know, so, you know, why, why did you reach out to me? And they got really vulnerable and they shared like, you know what, because, you know, I didn't know if you would do it, but I thought, why not? Like, what could it hurt? And the person said yes to coming on their show for that reason, you know, and even said to them, I'm all about supporting women being more bold. So because you did it, I'm coming on your show. That's fantastic. (laughs) I love it. And you know what? And, and I, and like you said, it's the, even if that person had said no, that was it. That was the worst. Yeah. That's as, that's as awful as it's going to get. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, and then you move on and you ask other people, but you'll never know. Like it, it's that saying, you know, if you don't ask, the answer will always be no. Right. It's like, what do you have to lose? Nothing. Nothing, Jen. Love this. And another thing, I, what I want everyone to get is there's no one way to lead. Right. That there's no like model, you know, there's not like a mold for what makes a perfect leader. We all have different personality styles. We all have different experiences. Different things work for us because we have different strengths. And and that's okay. We actually do want a mix of leadership represented in our culture, in our society, and in the world. So, Jen, how would you describe your leadership style? 
I would describe it as, and and probably it's more so through like the my podcasting clients and audio clients that I work with. I feel like I am sometimes the hand holder, the drill sergeant, and the cheerleader, because I think to help people, like my goal is to help them be successful, and I think that's probably should be a goal of of any leader to help those around you be successful, so that. Ultimately, they don't need you. They can do that work and achieve those goals on their own once you've given them the skill set and the tools. And by being that cheerleader, you know, being what they need you to be at that particular point, because it's going to be a win-win for everybody. Oh, I love that. I saw a presentation years ago about how as leaders, we need to be adaptive. And they use different clips um, from the movie. Oh my God, I'm going to mess it up. Denzel Washington was was in it. It was something Titans. It was a football movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, rem- I think it was Remember the Titans. That's it. Yes. And he showed clips of Denzel interacting with several different characters in the movie and how he was different with each person. And it was exactly what you were talking about, how in each clip he was meeting the needs of the person who was in front of him. So his leadership style adapted to that person. Yeah, And, and with your clients, you can totally see how, depending on where they're coming from and you know, what it's going to take to get the project across the finish line, they may need different things from you. And it takes something to, um, you know, just to add to it, you know, I know, and you know, when, when you get to that level and you can adapt your leadership style, it really takes listening to the person and being sensitive to the cues that they give you that will let you know exactly where they are. Totally. Yes. Awesome. All right, Jen, you're going to love this because now we want to hear about one thing you're working on right now that you're really excited about and want to share with us? Well, I'm getting ready to launch season two of the Brassy Broadcast, which is my podcast. And I talk to women working in various aspects of the music industry. And I chose to do a season on how to make a record and the production of it, because I've never, that's one thing I've never done. And it's just completely driven by my curiosity about, well, how does that work? And how does, you know, how do you bring all of the pieces together that have to come together to put out a successful record? So I'm pretty excited to get that live. And the first episode of season two will come out on October 12th. Very awesome. So October 12th and this episode will be live. Like it's out Yay! As, of, as of, as of the time this is released. So anyone who's listening, you can hop on to Jen's podcast now and download the episodes that have already been released and then slide right into season two. Perfect. <laughs> that. And on the flip side of things, Jen, what is the biggest leadership or business challenge that you're faced with right now? Gosh, it's, it feels like, and this is a great, you know, challenge to have. There are a lot of opportunities coming my way and it's just kind of sorting through those to see what am I most excited about and where can I, where can I do the most good and help the most people? And, and how are you going about that? What are, what are some of the strategies you're using? A lot of it is, it's just in your gut. Like what feels like it's not driven so much by financial or or outside things. It's what feels right in my gut 
right now that is that is in alignment with the work that I want to be doing? And, you know, is it staying in the and focusing in the podcasting realm or is it, you know, I have some friends that have, have presented an opportunity with a company that that they've started recently. And it's like, is that where I can do the best work? And, and is that in alignment with where I want to be right now? So, you know, it's a great position to be in trying to weigh what's, what's a really, what's a great fit and, and how can I do the most good in the world right now? You know, I'm going to dig just a little bit deeper on this, Jen, because we actually chatted a little bit about this before we hit record because myself and I know a lot of women in this community, right? They're very smart. They're very hardworking. They're very capable. They are the people that companies and other associations, organizations want to say, hey, come be a part of what we have going on because they they are so hardworking. They are so capable. And it's really hard. And especially as women, it can put us in a position of, well, who do I help? Yeah. Right. And, and what do I become a part of? What's going to serve me? What's going to serve others? What's going to fulfill my mission in life? So, you know, and I loved how you said, like, you check in with your gut. It almost sounds like you do a pro and cons list. Am I going on the right yeah, track here? Completely. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. And and so ultimately, I know this is probably not the answer that people want to hear right now, but it you really got to customize it to yourself. No one's going to be able to tell you what the best opportunity is for you. It's something you can definitely talk through with a trusted friend, a peer group, a mentor, a coach, but ultimately nobody knows how you feel. Mm-hmm about things and what you know in your gut is going to be the best move for you and your business. But it is a process you definitely have to, you know, spend some time reflecting. But I will give another guide because there's a friend of mine who uses this quote all the time. If it's not a hell yes, (laughs) it's a no. Yeah, exactly. So they can take that with them. There you go. There's your guide. That that is it. Those are, are wise words to live by. Amen. (laughs) And Jen, tell us about the people you have around you, your support team that allows you to be successful, to have these opportunities to explore um, doing more and other things and allows you to continue to expand your current level of success. The first one would be my wife, because she's the first person I called as I was sitting in my nice cube doing my sales job. And when I called her like four or five years ago and I said, can we go to lunch? (laughs) She was like, okay. (laughs) Um, And and she was so encouraging about, you know what? If this isn't you and this isn't the work that you felt called to do, then stop doing it and figure it out. Because I can't stand you being miserable and mopey. so. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So figure it out. So she's been key and super supportive in that and just having super supportive parents and friends. And, you know, fortunately I'm surrounded by a community of incredibly talented and supportive musicians too. And, you know, being in communities of like-minded people, that's priceless. Oh yeah. I love it. All right, Jen, now I'm going to do a quick leadership roundup. So tell us what is one practice that you have that helps to make you a better leader? I do a kind of a morning ritual 
So there is, except for Mondays, because I'm at Toastmasters every Monday morning, which has been huge, but I meditate and journal. And that's, that's had a huge impact. Like you can definitely tell when I'm doing it consistently versus when I'm not, because I'm completely scattered and a wreck when I don't do it. (laughs) We are so alike (laughs) in personalities. I remember somebody on my team back when I was in my corporate job would say to me, I know when you do yoga before yeah. you work. <laughs> I'm like, you do? I was like, how do you know? She's like, you're much calmer. Yes. On the days when you go to yoga before work. Uh-huh. I was like, wow. I didn't realize that was, it was so noticeable, but it was, it was like people could visibly see the difference. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> and Jen, what is one book that you would recommend to a woman to help her develop her leadership? The Four Agreements. Mm, that's one of my favorites. I found it a long time ago. What did you love about that book? I love that. I mean, it breaks everything down there. I, if you do those four things, it doesn't matter if it's your business life, your personal life. I think for me, the biggest of those agreements was, well, actually probably the two were don't make assumptions and don't take anything personally. Once you get past that, you know, you, it, helps you transform to fearlessness, I think. Oh yeah, absolutely. I remember there was a, um, <laughs> there was almost in my life, uh, before the four agreements and after the four yeah. agreements, <laughs> like it was a demarcation, like before the four agreements, I remember just always being stressed out, mm-hmm. like constantly dealing with things that stressed me out. And after the four agreements, I was like, like you said, it was almost like being bulletproof. Like things didn't bother me as much anymore. I was like, wow, I've been making up a lot of things in my head. Exactly. (laughs) And you can let that go and actually stop bothering other people with what's going on in your head. Right. You know, because most people are just living their life. They're not out to get anybody. And when we get all stressed out about what other people are doing, we actually become an adversary in their life. Mm -hmm. You know, and it just completely transformed relationships. That's why I, that's why I had to go deep on this one. I just love it. Yeah, it's a good one. And Jen, what advice would you give your younger self? Oh, gosh. Read the four agreements. <laughs> It'll make your life so much easier. Yeah. Boom. We're underscoring the four agreements in this episode. Exactly. I love it. But I, I think that piece of, you know what? It's not about you. Nothing is about you. So figure out how you're going to add value and, and bring something to the party. And share with us a success quote or a mantra, and why it has meaning for you? Do or do not. There is no try. (laughs) From Yoda. (laughs) And why does it have meaning for you? Because it takes away the excuse. And and I think it it also goes back to your, hell hell yeah, I want to do this. So then you do it. You don't try to do something that makes you go, hell yeah, you go out and you make it happen. So if you're not feeling that, if you don't want to actually do it, then then get rid of it. Get it off your to-do list. Give it to somebody else. Do or do not. <laughs> don't waste <Amen>. your time. <laughs> if it's not a hell yes. Yeah. It's a no. Exactly. <laughs> and lastly, Jen, what is the best way for this community to connect with you? They can always go to brassybroad.com and I have all the various ways to connect with me. But um, Twitter and Instagram is at at Brassy Broad Jen. There's a Facebook page for the Brassy Broadcast. 
which is the podcast and also the Brassy Broadcasting Company. And I'm on Facebook as Jen Eads, E-D-D-S. You can find me hanging out there. And I have a note here. I don't know how many women in the community. I would be curious, actually, if you're listening to the this episode and you're on Snapchat, send me a message. I want to know how many women in this community are on Snapchat. But if you are on Snapchat, you can find her at Brassy Broad Jen there as well. So oh, yeah. that's that's a lot of platforms. No excuses. <laughs> if you want to connect with Jen, you can find her everywhere. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Love it. And the other place you know you can find Jen always is at womentakingthelead.com. All the links, all the resources she shared in this episode will be there. You can just put Jen in the search bar and you will find her under Jen Eads. It's spelled E-D-D-S. Jen, thank you so much for coming and playing with me today, taking the time out of your busy schedule uh, to inspire and enlighten us. We are all better for having met you. Thanks, Jody. Your website tells a story about your business. At Zebra Love Web Solutions, Millie and her team are going to make sure your website tells the story you want your customers to hear. Connect with Millie at zebralovewebsolutions.com to create the impression you want to make. Thank you for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. Are you ready to take the lead in your own life but need some support? Head over to womentakingthelead.com forward slash contact to introduce yourself. And to strengthen you on your leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining with me and here's to your success.